Okay, we are back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. I know that Nate and my dad are probably, they were probably a little uh, pissed off last week. You know, we had to take a break. The Dodgers were in the World Series. Los Doyers. And it was a riveting series. I think it was a good World Series, uh, but my dad and I were not so happy with the outcome. Yeah, so you just got back here, and I haven't talked to you since, really, about it. Yeah. Can you... Just tell me a, a little bit about the experience. Uh, so my dad and I got to go to the game. Yeah, I know. That's we went to I'm... game seven just you know, for everybody, and it was awesome. Getting to go to that game with my dad was a great experience. Like you had talked about with Bartman and your dad and getting to go to that game, and him and I will remember that experience forever. It was awesome. And we, you know, we went into the game. We're so stoked. So much energy in the crowd. Time out. And f- Did you think you were going to win? Yes. 100%. Okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And 15 Time out. minutes into the game. Did you want Kershaw to start? No, I was okay with Darvish. Okay. I was fine with it. Um, you know, I didn't know he was tipping his pitches, which is what they came out and said after. I haven't heard that. Beltran came out and said, oh, Darvish was tipping his pitches. We knew when he, the slider was coming. How so? I don't know exactly, but it's something with the glove, and Springer hopped on two of them. Wow. Yeah. So after I heard that, they should have taken uh, Darvish out in the second inning because he walked a guy, and then Springer came up, and Springer had roped a double to left on him. And they should have taken him out. But at the end of two innings, it was 5-0, and the Dodgers had left five men on base. I mean, that's demoralizing. And then in the third inning, they left two more guys on. They had more hits, more base runners, and more hit batsmen than the Astros. And they lost that game. Yeah, that's... It was very, very disappointing. And, you know, because if it's a close game and it's 1-1 into the seventh, awesome. You Mm -hmm. know, let's go to the bullpens. Let's have a... It's 5-0. Something exciting. It takes the air out of the stadium. And Charlie Morton. I didn't get to see any of it, really. What were you doing? Wednesday afternoon? I was I was at a uh, Sur La Table. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had your like cooking, cooking classes. Class. What did you make? We made Cajun food with, or so like Southern food, shrimp and grits, uh, cornbread, kind of madelines, Ooh. pecan pie, little things, and uh, there was one other thing. Was it good? Something. It was... Pretty stupid. To really, be I was kind of excited to to do it. Do you cook a lot when you're at home, or does Steph, Steph does most of the cooking? Okay, yeah. And you know what? It was all pretty basic stuff. Like grits is like the easiest thing to make. Because aren't shrimp, you just stirring? Yeah, you're, you're just... literally just stirring in. And shrimp, it's like, oh, you know, season it and throw them in a skillet. And shrimps take like two seconds. Yeah, the mat, the the cornbread was fun. Not even fun. I mean, it's not. You and, just, you know no, what? you're it's just also, mixing, and then you put it in a bowl. Well, it's also the group that you get actually this is kind of funny so it's the group you get to and so there's because what are there eight ten couples so there are eight people all together okay uh actually we had nine because oh a ninth wheel but well okay so the funny thing is is we have this nice this nice black woman she's the chef who's teaching us everything and just by chance so it's on one side it's all white people and the other side it's all black people. Oh no! And it like already sets up for this like racial division. Oh, so the can this will this will remind me of the last side dish we had. So the last side dish was collard greens, and so we're talking about the collard greens, and she goes something, and she's like, kind of makes this comment. She's like, "Well, I know some of you have some experience with this," and it's kind of like, "Okay, like let's settle down here." Like I was a little uncomfortable. I don't know if they were uncomfortable. But just the fact that it's like, don't assume I have no experience making collard greens because I'm white. 
Yeah, I, so so she said it like kind of under her breath, but to the she class. Said, no, she said it like to oh. the entire class. Like, was she smiling? Was it like a joke? It was very. She was a weird person. Okay, she so was a very strange person. If she meant it as a joke, her face did not say joke. It was not a joke. Okay, it was like her trying to bond with the black side of the class, which is like, okay, but like, why can't we all bond? Like, I'm very, I'm very fun to hang out with. Like, I'm, I'm giving you everything I got, Michelle. Like, oh, everything I got. I'm trying to be nice with you. I'm trying to be nice with you. Like, so you're interacting with the other couples and other people. I'm trying to. Yeah, as much as you uh, can in a kitchen. Now, hold on. I want to know, how did you set up the seats? Was this something where first come, first serve, so it just happened to be white and black? Or or did she do it, and she set it up that no, way? No, no. We kind of walked into that. Like, I don't know. I think I was the first person who stood there. Um, and then there was a girl who was with us who, you know what? She was Asian. Like, I assume that's that, that's white. She's on Team White. Yeah. When it's, when it's, when it's Team Black and Team White. And then her friend was there, and she wasn't signed up. And so she was, like, hoping that she could get in on the class because the other two, like, just didn't show up. But then when the last two a couple showed up, she just, like, bounced. And so and we, had, we, had another, we had another couple of – and this white couple – it was just a meathead and his, like, Barbie girlfriend who was just uh, – she, she was sweet. She okay. Very, uh, very, very much so. Okay. Yes, yeah. But a nice person. Yeah, but just And then four people on the other side were black. Yeah. Oh and you know what? I'll say I relate more to the black group than like Really? Of course. In terms of what they were like they were, I mean they were having a little more fun like it was part, probably cuz they knew each other. Oh, so okay, so the so the four of them, okay. you know, they came together. Um so they're like it's more conversation one guy was actually kind of boring, but well, but then it makes sense now why the class was divided, right? Because they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they all sure. came yeah, together. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they weren't. It wasn't a race team. war. That is, but it was kind of like five on five, right? Because they got the teacher, but then you've got the Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And I'm thinking about the people. And no offense to Steph, even though she's not going to listen to us, I don't really want to be on her side there. You know, I think I think the black people are going to have a little bit more fun. They're cooking a mm-hmm. collard greens, and let's be real, they probably had more experience with it. They definitely did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they had with the grits. To, they're talking about like putting sugar in the grits. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't even eat grits, but that that sounds good. Yeah, putting sugar in anything is and good. And then like our side's like, oh no, we're putting cheese on our grits. And I was like, oh, but they said they said sugar in the grits. <laughs> like they know what they're doing. And then you guys are just shaving in cheddar cheese, American craft cheese, yeah. in your grits. Grits were good. Well, is that? And I'm trying to think now of a meal that you would make at Sur La Tabla that like it needs to be kind of quick, right? Because isn't it only an hour? So you can't do like a big thing in the oven. Yeah. So, exactly. Right. And the other thing is where it would be more fun if you're drinking, like more social. Yes. But it's like you're dealing with knives. Like they don't want that liability, liability yeah. on there. And Steph, uh, thank God she won't listen to this. She ate shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Like in the kitchen? like just- In the kitchen. So, and it, this wasn't even like her fault either. But she went around to use one of the burners and like some oil had leaked out from one of like uh one of like the ovens like it was just like oil was on the ground and she just slipped and cracked and uh Michelle she's like oh do you like do you want to file like a report like a complaint and Steph was just like no cuz you know she get a little embarrassed like yeah. a little shy 
Oh, no, I'm fine. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, everything's fine. I was like, hell no. Like, come on. Yeah, we're getting something. At least, I don't even want to do this again, but at least give us the, like, give us the offer that we can come back for free. Well, I was going to say, did you do it? No, I'm a pussy. Well, it's one of those things, if you think that's what all you're going to get is another set of classes and you're kind of like, yeah, I know. And it's like, no, it's not what I want. Like, I think Eric's done it before and I don't think he was crazy about the experience. Well, it just seems like something that you could also, because I don't know how much you paid for it, but it's like something like you could probably it was like sixty nine bucks a person, and you get the meal and that's it, though, yeah. right? You don't, you're not taking. And the thing home. is, like when you eat, it's just you make it, and it, for me, I, I kind of wanted to go watch the end of the world. It's Game Seven of the World Series, a hundred percent. So I like, and I think everyone's just like you eat, like kind of standing up, and you just want to get out of there. So you kind of like just scarf down the food. So they don't even make very social, and they don't make the eating part of it. It would be better almost if like you make the meal and then you all get to sit down and share a meal. At least in that, you're enjoying the experience, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a little weird because yeah, yeah, you're standing up in the kitchen and like, oh, taste this one part of what you just made. Wow. Well, I'd say my night sounds way better. Way better, (laughs) even though you had a a crushing game seven loss. Yeah, it was at least again it wasn't in the bottom of the ninth. But hey, the Dodgers. You know what? You'll be back. You know what I'll say though, man. Some of those young guys. You can tell that they are not used to a hundred game series uh, a season. Cody Bellinger gassed, gassed. He yeah. was behind every pitch. He looked so overmatched. Nate and I were texting during it, and it was just it was a nightmare. Him and no, Corey I, I know what you're talking about with young guys, like because our young guys just won the World Series last year. So oh, it must be nice. <laughs> All right, but that's also the thing. Where it's like I was like, oh, we just won that. Everyone's young. We're gonna do it again. We're gonna win the next eight World Series. I was like, you know what? That's not how baseball really works. Because, you know, you looked at the, the Cubs this year. They didn't. They just didn't have the fire that it, they had And it's like a year. very similar team. And it's like they kind of got complacent a little bit. You think like, that's what it well, was? What said. They were like, oh, we're in the world. We're in the playoffs. We can coast through here. I kind of equated it to Cubs fans where it's like, man, we've been waiting for this World Series for so long. We got it. And now it's like, well, we're not gonna we're not going to be angry if we lose. Like, I feel like this team, the Cubs team, was not angry that they lost. They played terribly. Yeah. Even in against the Nationals, they weren't playing great. Because they finished the season strong, but they didn't play great against the, the Nationals. They didn't play great against the Dodgers. And it was just like every strikeout, Chris Bryant, Baez, Rizzo, everyone was terrible. Oh, Baez it, is awful. It was, it was just like, a, okay. Eh. Yeah, so you Let's didn't go get... on vacation. Now, were you... Yeah, I was going to say, did you follow up with the players? And I don't know if you like follow them on Twitter, but were they just kind of like, well, we're going to come back and get them next year? And that's no, kind of it. Don't, it doesn't matter. It's baseball. Yeah. You think that it's they can kind of turn it on, but you need nine guys to like turn it on right at the same time and peak because that's what it is, right? You got to string yeah. together a pitching, bunch of these hits and pitching, stuff. Pitching, bullpen. And I guess the bullpen was kind of uh, like not, it wasn't that big of a difference than last year, but obviously your bullpen destroyed us. Well, I mean, when you have 200 team or 100 winners, 100 game winners, this like we did this year, I mean, I don't know how many Cubs won last year. Was it over 100? It was over 100, okay. yeah. The Strohs were good, though. It was um, it was a good series. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of good games, and you know what? The Dodgers will be back, so it was fun. To, it was fun to be there. Uh, no foul balls, though, unfortunately. It was too bad. Where were your seats? Uh, we were in the reserve, which is not top deck, so we were in the middle deck and about ten rows up from the third uh, third base. So not too bad. Nice seats. Yeah, it was pretty good. I uh, saw our boy Joe Hanna. Not that he would listen to this. Yeah, but hey, we could give Johanna a shout out. We'll give Johanna a shout out. I feel out. like Joe would actually listen to this if he had any awareness of it. Yeah, I, I bet he would. And dude, does Joe, he still work for ESPN? I think he does. We didn't get. To, we didn't shout talk out Johanna. Shout out the ESPN boys. Uh, 
Uh, had some good times. Dude, Johanna and I, we didn't even go to school together. We probably played baseball for like two or three years, and we still, we saw each other, and it was like nothing. Johanna's so dope. He is so dope. And the second best part of after him being dope, fantastic flag football quarterback. Really? He's one of those guys. Mobile, so he can Mobile and just throws a great ball. Oh, that's awesome. So he's just, I think he was just too small. I don't know. I'm assuming he played in high school. Right. Um, I don't know how competitively, but. He's just one of those guys where it's like, man, I wish you were you were six two, just a little taller. He's got the yeah, like he's smart enough that he would have like been able to understand the quarterback position, and if he was just a little bigger, he would have been a great quarterback. Yeah, he's a little yeah, small, but oh, I didn't know he had a good arm on him. I mean, he was a great baseball player. That's because that's where I met him playing baseball when yeah. we were younger. Um, but it was just so funny because sometimes you you don't see somebody for ten years, you see him again, it's like ah. Oh, Oh, my dude. Yeah. So that was awesome. Nothing ever changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I would love got, to, I'd love to see that guy. He, got, he went to two games, he said. He went to game one and game seven. Yeah, so, he's a big Dodgers fan. Huge. So uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And now it's over. And college basketball starts, which is awesome because we got Go the Zags. Zags coming up. Yeah. Are the Aztecs going to be a little bit better? Uh, Steve Fisher's still the coach, huh? Why am I drawing a blank that I think he's gone? Really? Yeah. I might have to look. All right, let's take two seconds to see if San Diego State. I haven't prepped myself for uh, college basketball, but I'm trying to think of who we've lost. I don't know if we've lost anyone important. We were pretty young last year. Oh, yeah, he retired. Retires from coaching. San Diego State is my legacy. Oh, that's crazy. Really? Your legacy isn't the national title you won? Yeah, I don't, that doesn't make any Didn't get vacated? No. Of course it got vacated. Yeah, <laughs> all this Fisher stuff has Maybe been vacated. Maybe like, hey, so my legacy – isn't that tarnished title that I won where we were just paying everyone? It's the uh, so, the Elite Eight team we had where we were still probably paying everyone. Oh, Brian Dutcher, the, the longtime assistant. So he you was like what? the coach in waiting. Yeah, yeah for sure. A lot of schools do that, right? I'm fine with that. All right. You need some new Fisher blood. Was so he, Well, just, he was a good recruiter, right? He was getting all that talent. He was getting the transfers. I mean, the thing is he's 72, and it looks like he's 100 years old. Well, that's old. the thing. He looks like he has put so many miles on that body. Yeah, it, it's he's not a young looking guy. Well, maybe you guys can score more than forty five points in a game now. Uh, you know we got some good young players. There was nothing worse than watching a San Diego State game late at night on a Saturday in the Mountain West and just a sixty one forty nine loss to UNLV. Yeah, we were pretty bad last year. It was the first time we hadn't made uh, the tourney in a while. Oh no, because there was the uh, the time before that where we got completely hosed. Oh, were you we, guys? We were, were like the, the first team out. Yeah, the RPI was the highest. Yeah, and I think that was before they actually had the sixty-eight teams. I think they that you were that was the last year where they had sixty-four. You guys didn't even get to play it. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, we got a good squad. No, I like watching you guys. You guys play tough. You guys always have guys that Gonzaga is actually going after too. So I feel like we compete for recruits sometimes, and so it's always fun to see how those guys turn out. Football on to football. Let's do it. We're at week ten. We're without intern Eric because he's currently at the Warriors and Timberwolves game. Oh, should we check the score of that game real quick? Yeah, check it out. Oh, they are. Oh, Timberwolves are down three right now, about to go into halftime. Should be a nice close game. I like that. Well, let's get at, let's get into let's, this. And hold uh, on, let's stop to talk a little bit about what Eric did. So Eric and I uh, have been uh, we, we like betting on basketball, and Eric's at the Warrior game. He's a big Warrior fan, and he bet the Timberwolves plus three first quarter, and then the Timberwolves plus four first half. So he's betting on the team that he's playing against. J.D., you clearly feel that this is a, a this strike is a against pas. his fandom. This is a faux pas. You think so? Even though 
He knows the game is going to be close. Shouldn't you be trying to make money if you know your team okay, so well? Let's let's take a step back here, and let's be real that we're not betting two hundred dollars a game. That we're not making fair. serious money. That is true. I, I would guess if I had to guess that Eric, who makes a good living, probably put like ten bucks on this max, max. So I don't know whether it's like a little bit of an emotional hedge where. Oh, you know, if the Warriors are crushing, it's like he can cheer for that. Otherwise, it's like, oh, I won $9.10. But in general, it's like, just go one way or the other. And especially when it's your team, I couldn't imagine going to a Bulls game and then betting on the other team. And I, I get that he goes to more Warriors games than I would go to Bulls games. Um, and for basketball, it's a little less important because there are 82 games. Um, I've bet against the Cubs. Because you know your team sometimes better than, but like I would never bet against the Bears. No, think, you would never, and I, I would think, never bet against the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. But, Usually, if I have a strong feeling on a game, but would you bet against the Bulls? You would bet against the Bulls. Um, I mean, especially this year. Think about this year. Yeah, I guess I would. Right, like yeah, if you not knew, at a game I was going to though. That's it, the key. That's, that's, that's the, the key. thing. It's like because what you're you're wearing a Warrior jersey and you're cheering when Wiggins like they're down yeah. three right now with a minute to go in the half, and he needs four to 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 win his bet. So he's cheering for the Wolves right now in the arena. <laughs> think about that. Well, that's what we were talking about with the we all had Wolves first quarter plus three, and we're watching it, and it's just we want to see. A clip of Eric in the stands as Teague makes a layup and Eric in his Steph Curry jersey just cheering the shit out of it. Just with a confused guy next to him? No, just so everyone that's watching the game could be like, man, what the fuck is that guy doing? Oh, we could get that to go viral. And we could do the guy that cheers for the other team. I mean, most people would probably just assume that he like has Down syndrome or he's like, like, oh, like... Look at this. Look at this nice young man. He just he has d- no idea. He doesn't playing. know which team to root for. I think I would first go that he was so hammered he forgot what was happening. <laughs> like He's just like, Ted, too many Bud Light yeah, Platinums. It, those are like the three options. He's so blasted, and he's just rooting for whatever. Maybe he has the over. Oh, he needs points. But I think the, la- the last thing you would think is that he bet against his team watching it at home. Especially not even for the game. Like for the first you know quarter. What? You put a little money line on the Timberwolves, an emotional hedge, right? But to bet by quarters? But in, No, so I could take the opposite side of that and say, okay, so he's just betting the first quarter if that's what he likes, and then the rest of the game he can root for uh, the Warriors. And I think that's what he's for doing. Them to win. Well, he's doing the second after, half. After the half. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it's going to be close, and then he's going to bet the Warriors with all the money that he just won on the Wolves. See, that would be the nice nah. play. That's the, that's the smart play. But I think you're right. Going there is, a weird, is weird because him and I were talking about it, and we did bet against the Clippers – a week ago, but I wasn't there. I wasn't there rooting. I was sitting in my living room, which is a little bit different. Who who all's there? Is it just him and Puyon? And Tom and Marvin. Oh, there. So you got a little two on two wolves versus wolves versus. Doves. I think it's three on one now. <laughs> it's Marvin on. Marvin's his own. holding like, his own yeah, for Marvin's the wars. Like, well, more power to Marvin then. Yeah. Way to hold your own there, Marv. All right, spilling beers <laughs> just all over Eric, but on purpose this time. All right, we're going to do football. We're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to talk about the primetime games, all the games that are on TV, and then we're just going to alternate after after that with our uh, finish out our five picks. If you guys listen to the Behind the Bets podcast that Chris Felica and Steve Stanford do about college football, it's kind of copying them. We're going to do the common games that will be on TV, and then we're going to pick our uh, our separate four or three or however many is left over. So let's just start with uh, Thursday Night Football. We've got the Seahawks 
going to Arizona, and I've got five and a half. I actually like the Seahawks minus five and a half. This is one of my five. And I just think that Arizona is, I mean, I know they beat the Niners, and I think they're kind of on an emotional high from that. And I think that the Seahawks are kind of pissed because they just lost to the Redskins. So I'm wondering if they're going to go into Arizona and just beat the bitch up. Okay, I see where you're going with that. I was like, I know they beat the Niners. Like, there was some, like, a Oh, no, no, no. That was like, from Stanton's like, like hey, yeah. I got to win. Yeah. And now, because I just don't think AP's going to be able to run on the Seahawks as much as some people may think. He had, what, 30 carries last week and had 150 Who? yards, AP? Didn't he have, like, 37 carries? 37 it was the carries. oldest, or it was the most carries by anyone over the age of 30. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. I mean, it's game flow. Yeah. You can take it. And, you know, he had that year off, so he's definitely a little bit fresher. I like the Seahawks. I think their defense is going to be angry. It was a weird game that they lost to the Redskins, but I don't trust Drew Stanton. And all they've got is Drew Stanton, AP, and Larry Fitz. Give me the Seahawks. Also, uh, Cardinals are alternating wins and losses, and they just won, so they're due for a loss. The only thing that scares me about that is it's a division game, short week, on the road for the Seahawks. Um, they're hot or cold, and be- I could see it going either way. I, I understand why you like the Seahawks. Beware the home dog, though. I get it. Yeah. Do you think if this game was on Sunday, you'd be more inclined to take the Seahawks? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, also, I saw something. I believe six out of seven first half unders have been good in Thursday night football. So think about first something half th- unders. Something to think about. It's All a low right. total. Four, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be rooting. I got Russell and just. You know, every league. You know this. Yes, I do. Doug Baldwin all over the place. He should have a nice game. Well, Patrick he, Peterson. He, he doesn't go into the slot. So I saw something that I think of like the 388 snaps. I think that's the number that they've played against the Cardinals. He's gone into the slot. I don't know why this is the number. But to cover in like 20 of them. Really? So he'll be getting math, Tyron Matthew. Okay. Who's well, been terrible. Yeah, I like Doug Baldwin in that yeah, matchup. So. Paul Richardson's been hurt, and he hasn't practiced, so that's a little bit dangerous because he's been Yeah, he's been but good. I mean— You got Tyler Lockett. It'll be—because I don't know— I understand the difference between covering outside versus the slot. Like, it's a completely different position. Um, but I would think Patrick Peterson would be able to do it. It kind of makes me nervous with, as a Doug Baldwin owner, but if he's not going to do it— Well, do you think that they'll Doug switch Baldwin's it up? going to get 13 targets— and Jimmy Graham should get some targets. Easily. But I just don't know how you can like the Seahawks with that running game. Like, it, I like the Seahawks the game, because I don't like the Cardinals. But minus, I, I'm seeing minus six, too. Minus six, I mean, I think they're going to win by a touchdown. I think it's going to be something like 21-14. I don't think that you're, if you put Drew Stanton in a position where he has to make plays, I don't trust him to do that. I think it is a Tootsie Pop. Suck a bit. Oh, you, that's a, am I getting trapped? Well, I'm still taking it. I'm taking the Seahawks minus six, but we're going to keep an eye. And that's tomorrow, so we're going to know real fast. All right, fine. I'm going to be fired up for that game, though. Yeah? Are you going to be a little tired? I mean, we're hit. Are you going to be awake? Aren't you going to be napping? I'm dead. I'm dying right now. Um, but we're at the point for, like, fantasy where fuck, I feel like so many teams of mine are everything's like four and five. Five and four. A lot of leagues it's like a that. A lot of leagues like that, just in general. Well, I think like, with the injuries, people are keep going down, so people have to keep reformatting their teams, yeah. and it's about who's paying attention and who's picking up people off waivers and all that shit. And even the best, the best players at each position have all been kind of up and down. Like we haven't had guys who have just been crushing it like all year. Yeah, even like Kareem Zeke, Hunt the first Zeke, three weeks, but then he's been down. Yeah, Zeke, but even that picked up because in the first few games he wasn't. 
quarterbacks. Carson like, Wentz. They've is all it. been Carson Wentz, Deshaun, until he's gone now. Would he get four games? Oh, Deshaun, yeah. too soon. We lost you too soon, Deshaun. I'm you think cool there's with any, it. Bye. You think there's any value in Fournette, offensive rookie in the year? So how many games has he missed? Two. 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 So I he missed one with my, injury, and then he missed one getting benched. Yeah. Uh, or whatever, reprimanded. I just, I think there. What, what's the value there right now? Do you know what it is? I thought it was three to one, and Kareem Hunt was minus two hundred. But let me check it real fast, because I got it right here. So I wouldn't say no. I just know Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's still, minus two fifty, and Fournette's plus two hundred. He's still leading the league in rushing, and if he's even, if he's leading the league in rushing. He's going to win the award. Yeah, because outside of that, yeah, like you look, it's well, look at Trubisky, oh, Trubisky. just sitting there. What the hell? They have five people. Well, I think he it's hasn't because even you, thrown a pass. But I think it's because you guys are in the running for the NFC North, right? What are you guys two games? No, back? what are you? Guys? We are not. Aren't you like three and five? Uh, we are three and five. I guess the Vikings are. Yeah, they're six and two with a tiebreaker. Oh, okay, that hurts. That's yeah. Yeah, why you got Mitch? Is and you know what? They it's own that tiebreaker because of Mitch Trubisky's terrible interceptions or Harrison First. Smith's great play. Okay, he fair. baited him into that. Yeah. All right, so I like the Seahawks. JD thinks it's a soccer right. bet. I'm not as so confident, I'm, so I'm just going to put one unit on it. Oh, just one just unit. One, All right, Felica. Just one unit. Um, I love Felica, the bear. All right, so I'll go to one that we've decided is probably our lock of the week. Oh, well, let's do it. Vikings minus one at the Redskins. Yes, the pod lock of the week. Da-na-na. What do you like about it? I like that the Vikings... Teddy's probably not going to play, right? He's not going to play. Not this game. Let him let him have another week to get ready. No, but they, you but, take as much time as you okay, need, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, they've lost they've lost Dalvin, but other than that, their defense has not lost a player all season. Really? I don't think. And no, the, no one that is worth a damn. I agree. And then they just had a bye week, so they're rested. Yeah, coming off a bye. Um, I'll give the coaching edge to the Vikings. I know the Redskins are still a little banged up on the offensive line. They're still a little banged up on the defensive line, too. They have Norman back. Uh, they got, who's their save? D'Angelo Hall. He's trash. He's still in the league? Yeah, he's, he's back. Um, but I don't know. It's it's minus one. It's a pick em game. Which is strange to me. I, I, are they cause, overvaluing because of the Washington win that they just got? Or people so are down under- on the offense of Minnesota? They're down on the offense of Minnesota, I think, more than anything. Because the Vikings' offensive line has probably been their saving grace. Like, that was the that was the one worry point, I think, that coming into the season. Um, and they've kind of patched that up through the draft and through free agency. And they've done enough, and Case Keenum's actually been mobile enough. But I, would, I understand that the Redskins still have a good pass rush. That... Uh, what's the over under on this? I was just gonna half? say under. I on like this. the under on yeah. that because Kerrigan's been playing well, and they got. We know the Redskins aren't gonna be able to run the ball. <laughs> we know that. And against the Vikings, I just don't. I don't fear them to put up twenty four plus points. Prior, Doxson, Crowder, none of those scare me against. The, the Put it in the scenario. parlay. There we go. We're making the the live parlay. We're making the live parlay. So far, we got right, the so Minnesota yeah. under. I think we. Uh, do we want to make that the lock of the week? We can we can revisit this at the end. But yeah, I, think I know we, we both. Are. I know we both like the Vikings. We're both big on it. But let's go through the rest. of the And games. I think the Vikings have locked us up twice. Yes. this year, at least once when they played Baltimore. I can't remember the other one. 
Maybe Browns? The, uh, yeah. Were they the Browns? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go to the next primetime game. I didn't pick this one, but I want to talk about it. Uh, the Sunday night game, New England at Denver. Uh, there is a hook. It's plus 7.5. I'm not touching it because of that plus 7.5. New England's going to be missing Hogan, but they're coming off by as well. Is Denver, is this a tale of a game where the teams are going in opposite directions? Where the Patriots are going to come back from a bye and they're going to look awesome and Denver's just kind of floundering, not having any idea what they're doing with their quarterback? Because is it Brock again? I don't know. I just can't. I can't trust Brock to do anything. So we're not taking this game. Yeah, so the Patriots, they're, you could say that their defense has gotten better and it has like numerically, but I think it's still a little smoke and mirrors where they don't have a pass rush. They don't have a good linebacking core. They have a, they have a decent secondary, but everybody knows that if you're not getting pressure on the quarterback, the secondary is what, what good you can't. Yeah. It'll get you can't, exposed. You can't exactly. You can't stay with wide receivers for five plus seconds, but that might how not long, matter. How, it's Brock. How long do you think you could stay with a wide receiver? How many yards? Uh, Two? Do you think if you tried to like well, one if, could you, just if you tried to me. press and you, oh, just, you press? just puts your hands down and he just runs right by? I you. could press like AJ Green because <laughs> he's weak, soft, weak. He, he weak, he weak. Okay, all right, uh, sorry. What were you saying? Uh, the Patriots. Oh, Brock. So, it might not matter because is it going to be Brock? They're not trying that again. I think so. I mean, it's a disaster. Like, would you, you play know Simeon? What? I would have signed Kaepernick four weeks ago, Did and you I'm s- surprised there's no. I understand. Like. Okay, I don't understand the ownership position because they're all a bunch of old assholes. But I don't understand where you don't get a strong locker room like this Broncos defense. Who, granted, they're not the defense of like two years ago. They've they're not quite as good, but, but they're, they're still, still great. They're probably a top. They're probably like the fifth best. And defense. their offense hurts them, a hundred percent, right? And how you don't get Vaughn stepping up, Brandon Marshall stepping up, and just going to Talib and be like, hey. Like what? What are you wasting the season for? Like pride? Like, or is it collusion? Honestly, because we could talk about that, and it might be a legit collusion case. I mean, you saw Bill O'Brien, right? Bill O'Brien said, "Oh, we thought about we'll Kaepernick, but chance. he has well, he hasn't played in a while, so we don't know." And then they signed Josh Johnson, who hasn't thrown a pass in the NFL in five years. Really? You, I it, didn't know that. Yeah, Roger Sherman posted on Twitter. He said that exact thing. Oh, Kaepernick hasn't played in a while, so we don't think he'll fit. And then. He, they signed Josh Johnson. Like, it doesn't make any – it's definitely collusion, and I cannot wait until Bill O'Brien is deposed. I cannot wait until all of them are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Mike Bill McCarthy one's the, a little the owner weird. of the Texans? Oh, McNair? Uh, the racist. Oh. The prison guard. Oh. Yeah, there's definitely collusion. Now, I will say – If you I don't, don't think don't there think... aren't texts that say, hey, don't sign Kaepernick. So I will say – I've heard that expression before. Very poorly worded, and he needed to, like, right after he said it, be like, Whoa. Let me have some self awareness. That came out wrong. Like, oh, he didn't do. He barely apologized. Oh, and actually, you know what? No, it was no, like one of those. No, I'm thinking about it. It's. I think the phrase isn't. We can't let the inmates run the prison. That, that's what he said. But it's you can't let the inmates run the asylum. I think that's no. that's the expression, right? So, yeah, you I think can't let the like, patients run the asylum because it's the mental I think it's patient. The inmates. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, whatever way, it was, he just seems like a piece of shit well then his apology wasn't really an apology too i think it was something like well you know it was a saying back in the day and i, I misspoke and it's, well that's nothing you still yeah. believe it uh it's you think it's it's definitely collusion right i don't know there's there's no way it's not i mean because you're there are teams that are throwing away their seasons by not signing him what if the it, broncos don't make the playoffs what if, what if they get all these what if they find proof that it is collusion 
How much does Kaepernick get paid from that? Oh my god, I have no idea. A couple Did, hundred million bucks, I would think. You think so? And I bet you know what? I bet he donates like half of it. Just right. It is because it's like not a petty spite move because it's like the nicest move you can do, but just right in the owner's face. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Um, Kaepernick has been. Him and LeBron have been the two athletes that, as I grew grew up, like in my twenties, that I used to hate, and now it's just like, oh, you're like one of my favorite players now. I would agree like, with that. Good lord, LeBron, I didn't hate as much as you did when he came out, but Kaepernick for sure. And maybe it was just being in San Francisco, and he was making all the Niner fans happy, and that was yes. the worst because my team wasn't that good, miserable. But man, you are so right. Anything he does now, I'm a hundred percent on the Kaepernick train. Mm-hmm. Oh, back very here. intelligent, very thoughtful. Oh, he's articulate, genuine. Yep. Um, and that itemized donations he's doing and everything, yeah. and just like where the money's going, because you always follow the money. Good dude. Also, did you see the tweet by the guy that plays Senator Clay Davis after he got 280 characters? No. Because he just wrote, She! <laughs> it was great. Um, all right. So that's New England Endeavor. Gun to your head. If you had to take that game, who would you take? Patriots. Okay. I'm not taking Brock. Yeah. I, I took the. Broncos on the road against Philly, which what a disaster. And I think I said after that I made the bet, I, I bet the Eagles and the under. And right after it was gone, I was like, oh, that was a terrible bet. Like, And sometimes you really like should have the courage of your convictions to be, just be like, oh, bet the opposite and more. Yeah, and just but and just take it. Take, take the big loss. I didn't bet Denver, but I had the under, and it screwed me in a parlay, which was unfortunate. Holy Lord. Oh, God. But you know what? The Eagles are for real. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Uh, that was the other main game. I'm going to pick one of my five. Uh, where's my list? Oh, I'm taking Dallas. Uh, they've won three in a row. I know one of those was San Francisco, but they beat Washington. They beat Kansas City. Sean Lee makes that defense hum. And David Irving, David Irving. Beat, and, and Demarcus Lawrence, they – David Irving with that five-pound gold chain he wears around his neck every game. I don't understand it. But those guys on the defense make it a lot better. Devontae Freeman is banged up. I am not betting on Steve Sarkeesian ever, and I will bet against him. They lost four out of their five, and I think their one win was the Jets. And honestly, in that game, the Jets could have won. And so I don't. I just think Atlanta's kind of in a free fall. I don't, I don't want to call it a Super Bowl hangover. I think that they just miss Kyle Shanahan. Uh, and I'm going to take Dallas, who has scored also the most offensive touchdowns in the league so far. Yeah, I like the Cowboys' offense just – in that dome, uh, I think we should make this the lock of the week because I like the Cowboys plus three. You want to do that? Plus three, I mean. Dude, they're getting a field goal. Oh, I would love plus three and a half. But get, get a little hook? Even even so. Let's take Dallas po- lock of the week. Okay. Let's take Dallas lock of the week. Your defense has just been playing so much better. Yeah. Sean Lee makes that, play, makes that thing hum. God, that I don't know. I don't know what the Falcons have shown this year. Taco Charlton got his first sack. Sick. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom. Um, the Falcons haven't shown much to where you would back them. How about that drop by three. Julio? Oh, my God. Oh, you have him in leagues, don't you? Uh, uh, I needed it for gambling purposes, too. Oh, and DraftKings. Oh, great. So, so just all-around screw. I you. had just a fantastic lineup going, and the two duds were Mike Evans and Julio, like probably my two most expensive players. Um, and, yeah, you know, Mike Sunday, Evans, Sunday was one of those go to the bar – I was I was fully ready to just go to Ireland's by myself, see Colette, like hang out with her, talk to her, keep it relatively Not drink cool. Not too much. Uh, Pat came, bar. Tyler came, Omar came. Oh, Omar then, came, nice. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's just like you have a couple beers, and then we had probably like 
three, four shots of Jameson, and that's that that does it for me at this point in my life. Yes, like, it does. I had like a croissant and a, like a pastry for breakfast. It's like, oh, you wonder why you're pretty lit when like two o'clock rolls around. Oh, you're taking ounce and a half Jameson yeah, shots yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. You have six ounces of that stuff in Oof. you. We can't do it like we used to, man. But yeah, watching the golf and then that that dropped pass. Oh, that was just one of those that you scream. I, you know, I give that that JD scream. Oh yeah, but I mean, and it was a r- bad. He it it was in. He, That's what I was trying to to describe because I don't think like Tyler and Pat maybe saw it at first glance. I was like, it was probably the worst drop of the year. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, nobody was close to no. that. All right, so we're taking Dallas. That's our pod lock of the week. JD, Who you got next? What do you got? Oh, is, is it me? Yeah, go for it. Okay, and I don't even want to talk about this game. I just think Bengals plus four and a half at the Titans. It's just, I think it's a three-point game. I put that one on my cutting room floor. I just didn't want to have to take the Bengals. Titans Tennessee's have, defense is not good. They have not impressed me. And if they I, can't get a pass rush, that's like what Andy Dalton's okay with. Exactly. All right, but you don't want to talk about it? You're done. I think we just did. Cool. Houston at Los Angeles. I'm taking the Rams. It's point is 12. I'm a believer in Sean McVay. It took me a long time to finally admit it. And I don't think I don't know if Jared Goff's any good, but when you have that offensive line and you can protect Goff and he can throw the ball to three different receivers, uh, Houston's in shambles. And I think that I, I'm surprised J.J. Watt doesn't want Colin Kaepernick because the quarterbacks that they're trotting out there behind Deshaun Man, he did. are atrocious. Atrocious. I mean, they're getting T.J. Yates first-team reps. They let go of Matt McGloin so they could pick up Josh Johnson. Like, I don't understand Bill O'Brien. I, I thought he was a good coach two years ago. I'm not so sure of it anymore. And in this scenario, I will take Sean McVay over Bill O'Brien every day of the week. I know it's two touchdowns, but you see the score being anything less than 21-10? Like, it's going to be 30-10. No, I, I would lean on your side. It's a lot. Actually, yeah. But I'm taking the Rams. Nothing that the Texans... Even their run game. It's like only Lamar Miller looked good when he was with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, now when you stack the box. That, I don't think he's even had over like 80 rushing yards in a in a game. Lamar so Miller's like, the epitome how, of like looking okay. That is how you attack the Rams defense. Because they're just really, they're not like, I mean, Wade Phillips, he's not a bad coach. But it's just, from everything I've seen, they're just not disciplined. Where they just kind of shoot up and they leave gaps open. But I don't trust the Texans' offensive line or Lamar Miller to take advantage of that. And especially if the Rams get out to a lead like they did against the Giants, then, yeah, I actually like that minus 12. It's a lot of points, but... Sean McVay's not going to... He'll he'll put them up. Coach of the year? He'll put those points up there. I like that. All right, what else you got? Uh, Oh, for Bradley... Oh, you taking those fins, fins? Plus nine. I have that on it's my cutting just a room lot floor of points. as well. I agree. Literally, it's just a lot of points. For an offense that is not that great, right? The Carolina, I mean. Both their offenses are not that great. It's going to be a low score. And I'm not, I was just going to say, I don't know what the over-under is, but I like the under if it's anything under 42, but I bet it's lower. I bet it's 40. I bet it's 42. 43. 44. 40, and that actually makes sense. Yeah. Because they're two good defenses and two bad offenses. But it's also one of those unders that you bet, and then three defensive touchdowns later, you're like, oh, how did I lose this? It's like, oh, because Cam's trying to do too much, Jay's trying to do too much, and they just make mistakes. It's so hard but to I'll bet on color these nine. days plus for me. Crazy. It's a lot of points. What are the Dolphins? The Dolphins are, oh, they lost, so they're five and four. Five and four. Wait, they're still over 500, mm. which is which is crazy. 
of the big spreads, are those the ones you like? Because I know that Detroit, uh, Cleveland's getting 12 points. I almost took them. Indianapolis is getting 10 points at home to Pittsburgh. I don't know why you would take Cleveland. 12 points is a lot. I, I would rather take Indianapolis plus 10 playing Pittsburgh. The Steelers on the road are not great. That was the one I was looking at. Um, Colts plus 10 at home. Yeah, right? It's not terrible, but I, I'm staying away. But that was that's one I'll look at. I'll maybe throw in a parlay. Man, if the Colts can't cover 10 at home, the Steelers needs to get fired. The Steelers aren't blowing people away either. They've only scored twenty over 27, I think, once this year. Mm-hmm. Last year on the road, out of eight games, they scored over 27 twice. Like I think the Indianapolis. I mean, if Brissett gets two touchdowns. Now you got to put up twenty four. Wrecked though. Yeah, no Henry Anderson and no Vontae Davis. Although, did you see the, either the owner or the GM? They were talking about Davis being out, and he's like, "Well, eh, he wasn't playing that well anyway." Yeah, way to throw him under the bus. <laughs> Somebody doesn't want to pay him next year. He ain't lying. All right, so, and that's the Monday night game. So you like the Dolphins plus yep. nine? All right, very nice. So my last one is I'm gonna go Buffalo. Uh, I actually have the Saints to win the NFC South, but I don't know. They can't. They've got I got the Saints six, to win it all. Oh yeah, uh, twenty to one. Yeah, I have them to win the NFC nine to one. I like the Saints, but they added six wins in a row. They had an easy win over Tampa Bay last week. Meanwhile, Buffalo had to play the Thursday night game in a shellacking by the Jets. I think they're frustrated. They get ten days to prepare for the Saints, and I think actually the Saints are not as explosive as they used to be. And I think that's because they're dedicating a little bit more to the run, and their defense is better. But they've only scored over twenty-four points or twenty-seven points like three times this year. Um, and so they're not blowing people away. And so even if I think that that it'll be low scoring. And I, li- I was just going to say 24, I like that 21, under. Yeah. Something like that. What's the That's over under? That's the under. 46? 46 and a half. Oh, nailed it. Put it in the parlay. Uh, I like the plus three too. It's, you know, they're at home. The Bills are 4-0 at home. Uh, the, the, weakness yeah, the, the weakness for the Saints. They're a good home team. The weakness for the Saints is the run game. three. Right? That's actually higher than I would have thought. I would have put it at eh. two and a half. Two and a half. Beta the, full, the full three is nice. Saints are 28th against the run, and so I think LaShawn's just going to get a heavy workload. Tyrod will be fine. And Zay Jones caught his first touchdown, and then he got hurt. That's too bad. Zay Jones. Zay! Listen, Zay is not that bad. No, he's not. So I like Buffalo plus three. Uh, I'll be taking them. I like that home dog. All right. Um, this one's with me and Pooh. He kind of convinced me of it. The Giants minus two and a half. Yeah, all right. I just think they have better players than the Niners. Well, the Niners are just yeah. decimated. I mean, they're Giants both suck, dude. I don't want to touch that game at all. But I, did the Vikings go as one of mine? Because I have six, so I gotta actually cut one. I might cut this Giants one. What, what were your first? Well, you got five. I got Vikings, Bengals, Cowboys, Finns. If I want to leave the Vikings with it, that's the question. Because I've got Seattle, Dallas, Los Angeles. Minnesota, Buffalo. Oh, okay, that's... I'm cutting the Giants. Ooh, yeah, and then my better. last one, Bears plus six. Hey, minus six. You're not getting. You're not getting uh, points. I'm teasing it. You're plus not 12. getting points with Brett Hundley. Is it going to be? Is it going to feel nice to beat the Packers even if they don't have Rodgers? Because I feel like it's always good to beat the Packers. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'm just throwing all my eggs into this basket. So it's like if I'm going to be sad, let's just go down hard. I mean, you guys could easily. Brett Hundley is. Terrible. Your defense is good. He's really bad. Right? Let him like, come in the soldier we should field. Get, what is the over in sacks for us? Ooh. All he does is hold the ball and just he's scared to make a mistake and he just makes bad decisions anyways. And you're gonna be able to stop the run game. We're gonna be able to stop their whole Everything. offense Ooh. at home. Put it in the parlay. So it's like, what is their defense gonna do to us? We're gonna do the same thing we've been doing 
all season. And their which defense is just isn't good. Run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the, I guess the only problem is not the only problem, but the way you could get screwed is a low-scoring game, like a backdoor cover. Yeah, yeah. Like a 13-0, and then all of a sudden it's 13-7. I wouldn't even say a backdoor cover because I have more faith in our defense. I think it would be just a tight, low-scoring game where it's 13-9. 13-10, 13-9, 16 But you guys can score just... on the Packers. That's the thing. The Packers' defense is not that good. I mean, our offense isn't fantastic either. Ready for the Dontrell Inman breakout game. Oh. But... I don't know. It's more of with my heart. Yeah, because the Green Bay pass defense is not great. But I, I think that's a good bet. The Packers are, I mean, they're falling down. You would think the Packers would look at Ka- Kaepernick after he tore him apart four or five years ago. Jeez. Mike McCarthy getting deposed. Now, won't that just be gibberish on the stand? <laughs> All right. So, again, my five, Seattle tomorrow, Dallas in the podlock of the week, LA, Minnesota, Buffalo, and you got... I have Vikings minus one, Bears minus six, Bengals plus four and a half, Cowboys plus three, Finns plus nine. Ooh, I love those underdogs. J.J. Cutler. J.J. Cutler. All right. And then, oh, and we covered the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game. Well, that's all I got. What do you got, Zay? Anything else? We got college basketball season coming up. Maybe we'll do a little preview next week, but we got all the Thanksgiving tournaments college coming. College basketball's up. I love that. So we got Democrats rid of baseball. Democrats just crushed elections. Hey, so which, at last, yesterday, which was your favorite election that came? Because there were a lot of first slash, right? The first turban seek mayor, uh, Minneapolis got the, the black. First black, St. Paul? Wait. Uh, oh, the, Melvin. the trend. Wait. No, no, the tr- uh, the transgender was in Virginia, Dan- oh, Danica. Okay. Um, Melvin was the I black know Saint Paul mayor. Got their first black mayor. Yeah, and that's uh that was in Minnesota. The Danica one, the transgender girl, that was awesome because her opponent wouldn't was debate so her. Anti. Did you see it, what the guy's sister no. came out and said today? What he's he's the chief homophobe. Basically, he wouldn't debate her. He wouldn't call her her or she. And his sister came out and said, hey, you were the one. I'm sorry you lost your job. Karma. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. So I thought that was pretty dope. America had some wins yesterday. Yeah. It, it felt good. Well, the Virginia governorship, that was that was just a big one for me. Just because not only it's like a big deal for the Post, but it's also the one that Trump really got behind. Yeah. And then he was the one who bitched out after. He was like, oh, well, he didn't really embrace me. It's like, motherfucker, that's all he did exactly. was embrace you. Like. And you were robocalling for him and tweeting for him. It's like, man, you just can't take response. Like, you can't take any L's in your whole life. No, he can't. And we knew that was going to happen, right? It was like as soon as he Gillespie lost, I think everybody on Twitter was just like, oh, and now Trump's going to come out and say that he didn't do something yeah, right. Yeah. And then Charlottesville elected somebody. Oh, gosh, they elected somebody where everybody was talking about because that's where they held the rally. Yeah. Where they were just like, oh, and this is what your citizens did. I, I can't remember exactly what the significance of it, but they had a good rally. Yeah. And then Christie's gone also. Christie's gone. Which is, yeah, that was a big, I think that was kind of like about supposed to happen. That's yeah. I mean, there was no uh, way he was keeping that job. Philly. They elected a DA who's like a black lives matter. Like really? Defendant. Oh, yeah. awesome. Very progressive. Okay. Socialists are getting elected in Virginia. I saw like, that a democratic yeah. socialist. Maybe yeah. I think that was the one that might've been around yeah, Charlottesville. A little ginger. Yeah. Gingerman. Ginger binge. <laughs> yeah. No, so that was that was fun to watch some people be happy on Twitter for a minute. Yeah, when those elections happen, it's like, man, I wish we had elections all the time. <laughs> Let's do another presidential election and, right now. And then we remember a year ago, and we just go, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's just so sad. 
Uh, we'll be back with Eric next week. Intern Eric will be back, and maybe he'll answer some of the— We'll make him listen to this pod so he can answer for himself. And I still will have not slept by that point. No, JD's, uh, JD's got some sleeping problems. So this dehumidifier that you've got in your apartment, what is it, what is it solving exactly? So it's basically taking all the moisture out of, like, I think just, like, our walls and, like, our ground floor. I don't know how it works, but it basically sounds like this and goes, <laughs> all fucking night long. And so it's just, like, this big power cord. The thing is a goddamn power generator in our kitchen, and it runs, like, a tube to our sink because the moisture dumping run, water. has to run this. Holy hell. So you got to have – there's moisture or something happening in the walls and because so, they need yeah, to protect a pipe, that. Yeah, a pipe broke in our building. So they're just siphoning yeah, out all the yeah. moisture. When we figured it out because uh, – But you can't turn it off when you're in sleep. Like that doesn't make any sense. I think I'm just going to have to. You, you should. I have like, to. Like what's going to be the problem? That's what I, uh, that's what I told Steph. Like, it's just running 16 started, hours a day. Just before we started doing this, I, I was like, hey, text Lisa. She's like, hey, just one night tonight. Like if it doesn't screw up anything long term – let us just unplug it just to get some peace and quiet, just silence. Did you get a text back? Do we know yet? I don't know. You don't even want to look even, just in case nothing it's Nothing even matters, dude. All right. Nothing even matters. That's how JD feels. Well, it feels to be good back. It feels good to be back in the studio. Yeah. It's going to be good to get some football wins. I think Justin might be uh, – we might get an Ireland's visit this weekend. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Hova's, so. Hova's back. The hip is uh, the hip is a little bit better. I feel like it, so everyone that's going to the show on Friday, they'll probably take it easy Saturday. Definitely. I don't know. I'm gonna be ready to go. Bears oh. Packers Sunday morning. Let's do it. And then Hell we yeah. Cowboys Pod Lock of the Week. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. Full Ireland. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, everybody. As All always, right. thanks for listening. Peace.